Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. No, no, no. You cannot change the channel. Just don't even, you have to listen to the show. Okay, so this is uh, so cool because I have Raquel Betts here, and she's my friend, and she also does my hair. But the reason I wanted her to come in with Robbie Yopes and Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life, is because um, Beatrice didn't start pursuing her dreams until well into her life, okay? And didn't and she always wanted to be um, a writer and she always wanted to be a speaker, but she was in the army as a drill sergeant and then she was a truck driver and a hairdresser and guess what? Now she is an author and a speaker. And Robbie uh, was a teacher, but she really wanted to be a writer and a speaker and now she is a writer and a speaker. But they're both in their fifties, and so I really was inspired by Raquel Betts. Welcome, Raquel. Hi, thank uh, you. And she's my sweet friend in her twenties, and she had a solid job. She'd been there for five years, and then um, she just took a, a leap of faith as a single mom with two kids wow. and started her own business. That's cool. And I just thought, what a neat wow. topic to talk about because, um, let's see, going she was going through a divorce at, basically at the time, um, supporting two kids and moving out of the home that she'd lived in for quite some time and decided to take that leap. And you're so happy, aren't you? Oh, I mean, with the, the business. I'm very, very happy with it. Um, I, I couldn't imagine just not taking that leap of faith, you know, and just giving it to God and just ready to do what he's called me to do. I, I love what I do. It's my passion. And yeah. And I just wanted to come in because she's so sweet and cute. She in her is. 20s, isn't You're she? adorable. She is. Yeah. And tell everyone the name of your salon. So the name of our salon is The Beauty in You. Um, my business Aww, partner. The Beauty in like You. I like that. Write it down. The yeah, Beauty in You. Yep. The Beauty in You. Um, we are, um, my business partner, Janessa Vetter, we are located off of, uh, Rapahoe and I-25 at Solera Salon. Um, and yeah, yeah. we, I, and it, it, I just you know, I've been, I've been going to her for years now and was just so proud of her for taking that leap of faith. And I thought, you know, Beatrice, when, when did you start pursuing your actual dream? Cause you told me you got a typewriter when you were like eight and you would hide in your room under your bed with a flashlight and you would type. I That's would. how badly you want to be a writer. Yes. And you always tell me like, find what's in you. What makes your heart sing? Like, what is it you have a passion for? And I, I certainly always was good at talking. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and you do it so well. cracking a couple of jokes here and there. Oh yeah. I'm talking about. I find myself hysterical. But um, <laughs> not everyone else doesn't necessarily, but I get a kick I out do. of my jokes. And so do you. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Coming from you, that's a high That's a high. Oh, compliment. stop it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's sucking up. Okay, yeah. that's all right. Yes, I am. I, hey, well, I had a boss once that said, because um, I'm like, wow, that, they sure butter you up. And she goes, let me tell you something. When you're the boss, it's fun to be buttered up. That's right. She goes, it feels real it good to be buttered up. Of course. All right, so... <laughs> I was just laughing. It's Tom Bergeron. I interviewed him recently, and um, somehow it came up that um, he he said you're buttering me up, and I said who wouldn't want to butter you up, Tom Bergeron? <laughs> and he's just oh, he was such a crack he's up funny. with margarine though, or like uh, I can't believe it's not butter; it's lower cal. <laughs> All right, so let's talk. <laughs> Man, was he a riot? All right, Beatrice. 
So at eight, you want to be a writer, but yes. then you're a drill sergeant. Uh, it was rough. You had a rough upbringing. You were a really great basketball player, didn't necessarily get the family support. You were a teen mom. Mm-hmm. You weren't a Christian at the time. When did you finally, because we want to inspire you if you have a dream or a passion or something that makes your heart sing. You know, Raquel did it in her 20s, but some of us did it a little later. So when? Well, it didn't happen until 2011 that what? I actually embraced. Five years ago? Yeah. So you were around 50. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was, um, and that's why I think it's so cool that fact. you went for it. Yeah. Well, you know, when I when I got out of the military, God started dealing with me on writing a book. And I'm looking at him like, God, you're crazy. I'm, I don't, I'm not a writer, you know, and just not thinking about it. And so I really pushed that portion away. Well, my first book was published in 2004, but I still didn't believe it. And then I had another book published in 2004. I still didn't believe it. But wow. God had to take me on a journey in 2011 that ended with me finally hearing hearing from him saying you're the drill sergeant of life and I'm like so cool okay and then I started writing I I wrote the my first book how to get over yourself get out of your own way and get what you want out of life and um, say that again because I think that title's hilarious how to get over yourself get out of your own way and get what you want out of life Mm. I released that in May of 2011 and then around um, August September October of 2011 I released the second book how to get over yourself and let go of the past I love because that. I found that I was holding on to a lot of my own past that kept me yeah. from even believing that I could actually write these books, Raquel, because it was just it was crazy the way I was thinking to myself, Angie. It really was. And I didn't believe it. And now I'm t- <laughs> you better move out my way, baby, <laughs> because it's on like a chicken bone. <laughs> I don't have time to play around now. So. I, I I love that, and I love it, Robbie. You too. You start. You were a teacher. Mm-hmm. You left that career. I and, did. And one thing that your son said to you, because he's not real talkative as a teenager, no. and I'll never forget. You said, you know, we had to get from our kids what they liked about us, because in, my kid had said something like, um, "You're the." Uh, something I'm like, you guys are so good at swimming. Are you good at that? You're so good at school. And then um, he, my, my son said, well, you're the best hugger in the family. Oh, that's like a kisser great and hugger in the family. I know I thought it was great. And so I made you ask your son what he liked about you and talk about what he said about the writing. He said, you know, mom, what I really like about you is you don't give up. You've been rejected. <gasps> that is huge. That gives me the chills. You've I been rejected that. so many times, but you keep going. And that, I like that. And that he watched Aww. that. He watched it. And that he, he knows that. Up. You can't give up. You've been rejected as a writer. Yes. And that you just keep. And by the way, you know who else was rejected a, a, a lot? J.K. Rowling. Exactly. Over like 40 and over. Times. Yeah. yeah. Can you believe that? If she had given up at 39 There's a times? lot of big authors who oh, were Oh, I loved rejected. reading those letters. James Patterson was rejected over 60 times. Wow. Wow. And now Not he's the giving most up. prolific American author. <gasps> and I love his books. Oh, my goodness. That reminds me. Well, I, I love to see those letters that like um, the group like U2 or Madonna. Not that they're, you know, big on our Christian radio oh, stations. rejection letters? Yes, yeah. they're re- you know, Madonna, we just really don't think Madonna, you have it. Think you're make it. You know, or like <laughs> yeah, U2. You know, you sound pretty good, but we just don't think you have it. It. Yeah. What is like it? 300 books, too. Three, or something wow. like 60 books in the top 10 yeah. bestsellers. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, you know, when I was in TV, I did, I really was intrigued by radio because I love the idea you could have your own personality. Because I felt in TV, we were kind of forced to be like cardboard people Mm -hmm. with cardboard hair that was all sprayed and that you read a script and you welcome people. It is high of 92 today, very hot. Much like you, Sally. (laughs) And then you'd be like, I got a seven day forecast. Oh, two extra days free. It used to be a five day, now it's a seven day. (laughs) I hate anger banter. I just want to put that in there. Yeah, a lot of anger banter. Yeah, it's very, um, like, but some people are actually funny. But and then I was told once, please stop trying to be, don't be funny. Well, and you're like, funny, oh. but the anchors I've watched are not funny. And so I was like, wow, like you don't need, I mean, you can hire anybody to just read, yeah. yes. you know, um, and have good hair, you yes. know. Mm. Uh, and so I thought radio intrigued me. So when I left TV, uh, I thought, wow, you know, this would be a great thing. And then I did, um, it's so funny because I didn't realize radio people kind of look down on TV people and TV people look down on radio people. Seriously? Yeah, I didn't know that. People think TV people can't ad lib, which I certainly can. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, TV people think radio people like are beneath them, like that they're a little bit wow. uh, higher echelon. Huh. That's, that and I'm, so I'm making sad. a generalization, but when I applied to different radio stations, they're like, well, you don't have any experience. I'm like, well, I have 20 years in TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's not radio. That's and I was like, what I did, I did add <laughs> wow. like a lot in weather. No, I'm serious. A lot of people wouldn't even give you a shot. I started here at Crawford and I made zero dollars and zero cents and I created my own show. Yeah. Some of my listeners think I'm weird looking or something just because I'm in radio. They're like, if you were good looking enough, you'd be on TV. Yeah. Oh, no, I still get things like, oh, you are way too cute to be on the radio. Trust me. Yeah, or like, totally too cute you know to what? be on the radio. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm really not. <laughs> yeah, Dave's very good looking. That gives me hope, though, because John and I, we have the perfect face for radio. Oh, stop because, it. No, no, no. I'm just saying we're not somebody that say, people would say, oh, you get on TV. So we thank God for radio. You thank God for radio. Yes. All right, so Raquel, let's talk about wow. what, obviously, you were freaked <laughs> out. You know, you've got two little kids. They're in elementary school. Okay. You're still in your 20s. You'd had a job solid for five years you go and you look at this um you know salon and uh, Raquel Betts is my friend who's in her 20s who started single mom her own business within the last year okay so what'd you do would you pray about it like what what finally gave you the guts to do it because it's scary to leave security it's scary to leave a paycheck you had an established clientele you know you had everything set up there all you had to do is come to work and drive home yeah so I just was kind of tired of living and being in that box so to speak and so I just was praying and I prayed hard and I just asked God to give me his vision for me and I just went with it I prayed and we went um, and found our suite and it was just all made meant to be because there were two chairs in the suite and it was you and your friend yeah two chairs and you were both leaving the same business we left the same business and we just kind of um just gave it to God. She's and, a Christian too. Yep, she I is. I knew that too when I first talked to her at your salon. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so we just kind of went with it, and um, she has two kids as well, and so we had a lot kind of at stake. So She's to single too, single mom. Two single Christian moms oh, doing that. That's nice. I love that. And if you go into their little salon, they painted it together. They made the little chandelier. I'm like, where'd you get that chandelier? She goes, oh, we made it. Like <laughs> wow. they, they DIY'd right. it. And the little signs, the little sweet in, um, signs that she has in the wall to inspire you about your inner beauty and you know having faith and being strong that's a divine connection right yeah Yeah. that really is that's that's awesome and i I applaud you because you know there's people in their 50s that still have not started their thing you know and, and we walk around because after a certain point we lose confidence yeah 
you know, and if, if and, I could and, instill and anything. We get the golden handcuffs, so we can't leave. Yes, yes, I never absolutely. got that. I always lived below my means. I hear you, but and, and it's hard, though. It really is. It's hard to even believe that we can do that stuff. It is hard, too, like when I drop off the kids um, and, like, every day I needed to get a jump, you know, in my car, and it's, like, 13, 14 years old, and my friend's husband comes over to jump my car, and he opens up his engine, and this is such a weird thing for me to notice. It was spotless. <laughs> like, and I go, Wow. Your car must be really new. He goes, oh, yeah, it's a brand new model, 2016 or something. And I'm like, oh, oh, my. He goes, I think you. He's, like, trying to, like, dust off my battery to, like, oh, find, you know, because we put the things on the wrong color, you know, because you couldn't even tell it was that, like, corroded. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you know, it's not a bad vehicle. It's a Lexus, for goodness sakes. But I think it's, like, 13, 14 years old. And so, you know, it is hard sometimes. And I, this may sound superficial, but when all your friends have, you know, newer cars and fa maybe fancier houses. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to my friend's house um, just over the weekend. And we went in her pool, and she was talking about doing, redoing the tennis court, and how she has to get the fountain in front of the house turned off. And then my daughter in the living wow. room said, um, "Is is is it a swimming pool now in here?" She goes, "No, in the living room it's still a fountain, so it's surrounded by um, marble. The fountain, mm -hmm. and it does look like a swimming pool, but it's a fountain. Wow. And so um, it is it is sometimes hard." To just go, you know what, we, and my son will be like, well, why don't we get a new car? I'm like, we can afford one. We just choose to not live um, beyond our means. Mm -hmm. And we will at some point when we need to. But if it runs well, like, what's the, why? Just because I want to, like, look good to, compared to my friends? You know, um, I live in, with my husband and son in a condo. And I have a lot you of... say it just like... In a, in a condo. In a condo. We are just talking about fountain in the living room. Your, that fountain is probably bigger than our home. But I used to... So I used to go to friends' houses that were big and beautiful. And I mean, I had a problem with God. Because I'm like, I'm doing everything right. Girl, you better preach. Go and preach that Why thing, girl. Why don't go, come we on, get come on. a home? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why don't I get this? Mm -hmm. And God told me very specifically, am I enough? All right now. And I said, yes, God, you are enough. Mm -hmm. I've made that decision in my life. He said, well, if I'm enough, your condo is enough. All right now. If I'm enough, what you have in the bank is enough. Mm -hmm. and, and now you both quit your careers in order to be oh, it's ridiculous. a marriage ministry. We're, yeah, well, we're, you know, we're uh, getting partners, raising our support. We're 40% funded, so we have 60% more. Talk about and trusting so, God for your husband to give up his long-time tech career. Absolutely. and um, But a lot of people look at us like, you're a little crazy. No, you've what, told people that you're going to start a marriage ministry, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, We'd like to, right? But you're not like quitting your job, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, we are. Are you kidding me? No, you're joking, right? Because I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> oh. At dinner, they at said dinner, that to you. They, yes. To this, your husband. This one lady's like, oh, don't do that. Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. Wow. But you know what? The, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's right. Um, I, we believe in the Lord and we've said to ourselves, you know what, if this all falls apart, mm -hmm. we'll get jobs, right? Right. We'll live. Well, we'll see, the fact of the matter is we'll people try. need to know that at some point you go through those changes that say, well, God, why aren't you doing something for us? Exactly. And I just don't understand God. I mean, don't you love me? Haven't I been faithful to That's you? Right. No, you haven't been faithful <laughs> to God. <laughs> But you still ask that question because you want to know, well, Lord, why, why isn't it my turn yet? Exactly. And see, what y'all don't know is we moved out of a trailer into our house where we are right now. Wow. We were living in a little three-bedroom, two-bathroom trailer in a trailer court that, you know, it was, uh, it was a place that I really didn't mind being for a while. But at some point, 
I'm like, God, you got to get me out of here. You weren't Lord. having dinner parties. They're bringing all your friends No, I over. was not. As yeah. a matter of fact, I stopped telling people where I live because oh. people started saying things to me like, you live in a trailer court? You know what, oh. I've met a Wait, lot of people Dave. that have huge houses, have all the best cars, all the best stuff, and are miserable because they're dead Come broke. On. They That's don't right. have what they need. They That's have right. all this other stuff because right. they think it's going to make them happy. That's right. And it doesn't make them happy. It just makes them broke and more miserable That's because right. they can't really afford it all. That's right. And see, we I were happy as... trailer happy. Yeah, we were happy as pigs in slop, as my husband would say. You know, because we our bills were paid. You know, we didn't have the best stuff, but we had stuff, you know, so that when we moved into the house where we are right now, we really appreciate that house. Yeah. Now, yeah. How are you? I'm curious how you're doing, Rachel. Um, Raquel. 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 Did I say Raquel? Raquel Wells. I love Raquel. That's my favorite yeah. name. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. That's why she did, She forgot it. But she loves it. So, <laughs> don't feel bad. She didn't know I was in I the army. She just, just call me, me Bobby. Call me Bobby. Yeah, just saying. So Raquel, Betts, ahead, Raquel. she's our young friend that's uh, in talking about how she uh, started her own business this year. Because I want you listening. I know there's something in your heart you want to pursue, and maybe it's just you know doing some volunteer work, but maybe it is changing your career, pursuing your dreams. Yeah. So now things are going good. Um, business is great. We're just, you know, staying busy, Amen. promoting our business. Um, Did you see the picture that we put up of my hair the other day? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I was, saw that. I was okay. like, wow, you this look good. This is the chick. Yeah. yeah this is oh, the yeah, beauty girl. in you. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm going to go to the beauty in you and Raquel, not Rachel. Raquel <laughs> is <laughs> we'll going to hair. find the beauty in me and make my hair. Yeah. And so everything's going well. You feel good now. Oh, but yeah. but you did have to make that jump and so many people won't actually make that jump. And by the way, people that love you may not support you. Like mm. the woman who said, Are you crazy, Robbie? That's that your right. husband's gonna drop his job and start a marriage ministry. That's right. And I'm sure Beatrice, you had people that loved you that said, you know, you're not you're gonna like just pursue writing and speaking. I still like, question their love, I'm just saying. Did <laughs> <laughs> you have someone that loves you, like maybe a parent or say don't leave your job yeah i mean i i think i definitely had people in in my life that love me but they just weren't didn't see your dream no they didn't mm -hmm. see my vision and and that's hard to go against yeah. their uh, advice and it's hard to leave um to get a divorce it's hard to leave your husband when he's an addict in my case yeah he was an addict it was very hard to walk out that door mm -hmm. but i walked out of that door and god got a hold of him which doesn't always happen yeah. so but i i mean i congratulate any woman who has the courage to say i do not deserve an addict yeah. to live with mm -hmm. yeah. and that's tough mm -hmm. uh, christian mom because we're talking about raquel's also you know in the as a single mom in the midst of a divorce as well and that's a, that's a tough position to be in but when there are other issues that are outside of your um, control mm -hmm. uh, as in your case robbie your husband was an addict at the time seven years into the marriage you left him and here you are now tw 20 years into the marriage and you have a marriage ministry Amen. hey dave Amen. you also mentioned that you pursued a dream that you wanted to be in radio for like years you're in your 30s we thought I, you were I, even younger than that you're mid-30s right i wanted to be a writer since I was three years old. Oh my goodness. Uh, I tell stories. I'm a good, I orate stories and uh, that's always what I did throughout my childhood. Um, and I've been told several times, you know, I want to leave and become a writer. And then uh, I rem I'll never forget my grandfather before he passed said, well, what are you going to do for money though? Oh. And I was like, well, I want to be a writer. That's I'm really good. I have all these stories. I have the, I, I have a whole collection of short what, stories. This must inspire you to have these two. But yeah, here. yeah, but oh my goodness, the, both of them. It's a bit, I listen to you guys and I'm like, oh my, like I just want to keep going, going, going. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I'm a late bloomer though too. I was in 
35 years old when I graduated from college. <laughs> for got, you. And I, I finally got into the radio it. business three years later. I've only been doing it for three years, but or for three months. But, uh, man, I love it. And yeah, I, three months. Exactly you just started with be. us. Yeah, you're great. Like his dream. I'm on my path. And by the way, he does some of the stories that you'll hear. Um, He does some of the stories that you'll hear on the show. So I'll bring your attention to that. He voices over some of the stories. And uh, um, when he told me, he goes, it's the first one I did. And I'm like, that was really good. Like I've worked in TV news for years. Like he did a really great job voicing of a story and telling the story. He's a really good storyteller. So yeah. All right. Raquel Betts. What? Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. I know. See, I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'm real direct, you know, so I hope Dave knows I appreciate him because I'm pretty direct. I'm like, who's that person? Where are they coming in? You'd be surprised how direct I am when I'm, I will especially when I'm live on the air, like in the morning. I, know. I always tell my producer, he goes, I know you appreciate <laughs> me, but I'm like so direct when I'm under pressure. Mm-hmm. Raquel, how do we come and get our hair done at your new business? Yeah, you can um, reach me. Um, we have our telephone. We actually have our website coming up very soon. Your phone number? Yep. Uh, my telephone number is 720-496-7636. Raquel Betts, the beauty in you. She's so funny. We have a telephone number. We will have a website. Like, we don't give the telephone number. <laughs> we, have a tele- we have a telephone. No, give the telephone number. <laughs> Robbie, how do they find your marriage ministry? RobbieYobs.com. RealSergeantOfLife.com. Oh, Raquel Betts, you're the best. Thanks for coming coming in and joining us old ladies. We'll be right back. Thank you. The good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. The summer fun continues in the majestic mountains at YMC of the Rockies in Estes Park and Snow Mountain Ranch. Some time away is just what you need to relax and rejuvenate. Both locations offer so many activities it's difficult to list them all. From guided hikes and archery to campfires and climbing wall, there's something for everyone at YMCA of the Rockies. This summer is still on your mind, but it's never too early to start planning your family reunion for next year. For more information and to plan your visit, go to ymcarockies.org. Hey, it's Angie Austin. Do you want to lose weight, have more energy, sleep better, just feel better, live longer, not get sick? Yeah, me too. So a little over a year ago, my family started working with Dr. Joe, and he has helped us so much, especially with my mom. She's now walking again. Uh, She uses a cane, but she wears a pedometer as well, Dr. Joe. And every Saturday, you offer for all of us. We can come to your office, have a free workout, or just watch the workout and come and ask you questions and meet you. It costs them nothing, no obligation. I just want people to get to know you and your passion for health. Science says the key to sleeping better, the key to depression, the key to losing weight and balancing hormones is exercise. But not a lot of it, just 6 to 12 minutes a day. And so whether I'm working with Olympic athletes or professional athletes or mommies and daddies, people in their 50s, 60s, even 70s, on these workouts on Saturday at 8.30, man, we have a great time. And it literally is a 12-minute workout. It's all it is. And it's easy stuff to do. You work at your own pace and you get amazing results. Yes, yeah, so come to North Glen. Saturdays, it's free. How do they reach you, Dr. Joe? Call my cell phone, 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. Hey, it's Angie Austin. I'm here with my friend Francis Owens with ARC. And Francis, you and I have been friends a long time, and you and I both wanted to do something with our lives, with our careers that made a difference. I love ARC. I've gotten to know so many of the differently abled ambassadors through you. And it's shopping with a purpose. So when we shop there, the money actually goes to help the disabled community locally. And you need donations. We need donations all the time, and we are very, very happy to come pick them up. You can easily call 303 238 Jane 
which is 303-238-5263. We would love to come pick up anything. All of our sales go to help people with disabilities around the state. We raise funds for advocacy. Love it. And you can also, of course, drop things off, but they'll come and pick things up for free. And again, all the money stays locally to help the disabled community. And I love to shop there because I find great deals. You can find out more info as well at arcthrift.org. Thank you. Perfect. Yay. Hello, 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 friend. Angie Austin here on The Good News. The good news is that we have Rick Thielen, the CEO of Life Choices, back with us again, friend of the show. Hello, Rick. Good morning, Angie. How are you doing today? I am doing well, thank you. So we've got lots to talk about. You've got a comedy show coming up. There are always ways for people to volunteer, get involved. Um, I want to make sure we mention your school program because a lot of public school parents don't realize they can contact Life Choices and really get a great program for free into their school. They can educate kids on their choices in life that can keep them on the right track rather than get them into trouble, but also make these kids realize they don't have to give into peer pressure. I love that program you guys have. And then, of course, you've got the program where you offer free ultrasounds to women. Kind of give us a lowdown of what you do because you come on a lot and we talk about specific topics. But I don't know if people truly have an overview of all of the services you offer but with and with love. That's what I like. It's with love. It's not judgment. It's very Christian loving, not Christian judgy. Yes. Well, and we're unapologetically uh, faith-based Christian organization, uh, pro-life that I might add on onto that. But yes, as you mentioned, we're in the schools, middle schools and high school, public schools. And uh, we're one of the few organizations in, in the country that are gaining being invited into more public schools all the time. Because and some of that the is from the difference you're making. From that's the, true. And some of the listeners are actually, we're getting calls and said, will you come here? Will you come to that. our Christian school, in which we do? Will you come to our youth group, which we also do that? And public schools, how do you get in? Because you are a Christian organization. Is it just because it's about teaching the kids about choices and that you don't talk about faith per se? Well, first of all, we're... Uh, Public schools were not allowed to mention Jesus or talk, talk about faith, but in Colorado, it is required that there's abstinence training in the schools. Interesting. And uh, we don't use the word abstinence because the kids never don't know what that means. Right. So we talk about risk avoidance, setting boundaries, how to say no, refusal skills, those kind of things. So how do we get into schools, Angie? I like that refusal <laughs> skills, by the way. Yes. What a great way to put it. It is exactly what works. Like, well, you have a right to say no, kids. Okay, go ahead. And so when we're invited into public schools, you know, we, we sit here and say, okay, here's what the city, our state of Colorado requires. Here's how we meet this. Here's another thing that the state of Colorado requires. This is how we meet this. And it goes all the way down. So administration, uh, curriculum administrators of, of, of school, school districts in Colorado, they look at that and go, hey, you're, you meet right up with this. Yeah. And by the way, as you mentioned, we don't charge for that. Planned Parenthood also goes into the schools, but they charge for their services. Not only do they get, you know, tons of government money, tons and tons of the government. They also charge for everything they Going do in the, the schools. schools. Interesting. And we do it at no choice, you know, at charge at all. Secondly, uh, we we also do after abortion care for those that have chosen to do abortion or have been in their past. Sometimes it could be just as as, as uh, close as a couple months away. Sometimes it could be decades. Decades. Away. Women and, who are suffering. Both yeah. men and women. Men and on women that. suffering and because so we, of a loss of a 
or because of a termination of a pregnancy, and they may have lived with this. As, as I've mentioned, I have two friends who've gone through it who lived with it for decades. Absolutely. And uh, went through it, and now one of them, well, actually both of them at one point or another, have offered forgiven and set free that you offer. That's exactly right, and it's really amazing to watch the change in both either the women or the men's lives and in the relationships. Isn't it, it just it is. I think that's a great word. It is it is trans- transformational? Because it's not something you can chit chat over tea with. You don't say, "Oh, you know, I want to talk about the abortion I had in 1967 or whatever." You know, correct. So people aren't sitting down to chat about that, and that's why I told you I was so surprised when my girlfriend mentioned it to me and said she had a Bible study at her house. And then when she handed me the flyer, I said, it, you know, that it wasn't for me, but that I I knew people that might benefit from that, Absolutely. and I was so proud of her for being so open about it mm-hmm. all these years later. I think she's in her 50s, and it happened when she was 17. Yes, that's and, not unusual. And it plagued mm-hmm. her for so many years. She felt so indebted to the Forgiven and Set Free Bible study that she wanted to offer to other women because it was transformational for her and her husband, who she ended up marrying and having four more children well, with. Which is great. That doesn't always happen that way. And But I, but everything I hear a lot of times, this is a very common thing, it's changed my whole relationship with my husband. It's changed my relationship with my kids. They don't even know that they were even wrestling with this and I've even had a few say it's really changed my relationship with my pastor which I think is amazing because I've had pastors come here and say this this is an amazing bible study you guys offer and I thank you so much for doing that so the education the after abortion care that's the second one the third one Angie is is the advocacy for life and so when someone comes in with an unplanned pregnancy literally it's just like they got scooped up by a tornado and they think their whole life is spinning completely out of control all their plans for their career, all their plans for what they were going to do for school, whatever it may be, they think it's all going out the window. And we usually sit down with them and we calm them down and say, let's take a step backwards. And we always hear, especially from younger ones, my parents are going to kill me. And not really. And so we walk through and we do get the parents involved because we th- it's important. And they find out that their parents would be very supportive of them in almost all cases. And so uh, we sit there and say, what are your options? And I say this all the time. Once a woman becomes pregnant, your, her life changes completely. And it all depends how what the changes look like depends on the choices she makes. Right. So she can choose to parent the baby herself. She can choose to have someone else parent the baby through an adoption. Or she can choose to do an abortion. But either way, any three of those have consequences and make changes in their life. And, and when they Didn't do that... you tell me once that you'd never met anyone that... Uh, regretted keeping the baby, but you'd met many people who had regretted terminating the pregnancy. You're you're exactly right. To this day, I've never uh, met a woman or man uh, who has regretted to keep the baby, whether they chose the parent themselves or or to do an an adoption. And in Colorado, there's an open adoption available. And I know a number of women and men that have had uh, and have had either been part of an adoption, uh, an open adoption, or have set their own babies up for uh, for adoption. You know, my wife and I ourselves, our daughter, who is now 37 years old, uh, was adopted. And uh, because our oldest son, who is now 43, if I keep this right, 44, uh, he was born two months premature wow. and wasn't supposed to live. Yeah. And so now he's married to grandkids. And then in between our son and then when we adopted our daughter, we lost four babies uh, just because of medical complications. And so I know what that's like, whether you're a man or whether a woman, to, to have that loss. And yeah. to choose to have that loss through an abortion makes it even tougher. 
Right. And, uh, you know, so I, I know what women, I know what men are going through out there. And that's, that's why I think it's so important that we can come to a Bible study and understand you're forgiven and set free. Because even if you have a miscarriage, you still blame yourself. Yeah. Maybe I didn't take good enough care, or maybe right. God's punishing me I for something. I lifted something too heavy. I shouldn't have. Yeah. I was taking this supplement. I was running still. I was lifting uh-huh. weights. I was or I, I lived my r- life wrong or something. Right, right. And, and it's none of that. God continues to love us, and, and, and he forgives us for that. He, he's not He's not one of those gods that's going to punish us right. uh, for doing those things. Well, let me just, um, I want to get circle back around to the adoption because it's changed so much over the years, but just kind of want to you know, remind you that if you want to you know, bring the educational program into a school, whether it's Christian or public, uh, private school, charter school, um, to get in touch with Life Choices, because I've seen the exit interviews, and kids, it's <laughs> life-changing for these kids. They're so empowered by uh, the message that they receive, and it's not just one day, it's several days. And then if you're hurting and you you did terminate a pregnancy or you know someone who did, uh, definitely look into the Forgiven and Set Free Bible Study, again, free through Life Choices. And then um, also, if you know someone that is, you know, considering terminating a pregnancy, might want someone to talk to, or, you know, is curious about the adoption option, whatever it may be, uh, I just think that they're a really great, loving place to go, because I've also read the exit interviews from people who've gone in for the free ultrasounds about how they did not feel judged, how they felt very cared about and very warm and uh, comfortable with you all. So I want to circle back around um Rick, to the adoption, because I think that people think of it old school, like, um, you know, sealed case file, never have a chance of finding a child again, never knowing what happens to a child. It's, it can be totally different now. It can be open. You can get photos, you can have contacts still. There are many different, um, levels of an open adoption. It is, that is correct. And so it's pretty much whatever you would like to do. You can be as open as you want if you want it closed, you know, how the couples want to do that. Now, in our case, this, of course, had been a number of years ago, and this was in Illinois, it was a closed adoption. Now, we had information. We had a letter from the mother to our daughter, who's now Natalie, and uh, she got to read that. And the mother even sent a little going-home baby outfit. Uh, wow. for that. So the girl was six. That's beautiful. Way it, back then that they allowed, I love the idea that yes. she sent a letter uh-huh. to let your daughter know that she was doing this obviously for her own good. A- absolutely. And the girl was 16 at the time and, you know, and she got pregnant by the boy next door. Uh, he had denied that he was a father, had done anything, but it was interesting. Uh, we, we fast forward a number of years. Natalie's now in sixth grade and this young man is now getting married, not particularly to this girl, but to somebody else. And uh, he actually has been married, and his wife is now pregnant, and got him to think. And so he sent a letter to us through the adoption agency saying, if you would like, I will give you our family's medical history. Wow. And so in case uh, for he came daughter, around and he did. paternity. And, uh, and then we had the choice of whether we wanted uh, to open that up. Well, we, didn't, we chose at that time not to because there was a number of things going on where we were living. That was at that point in North Carolina. And there's some weird things that had been happening in the area where people were taking kids and getting. And we decided just for Natalie's safety at that time, we weren't going to do that. But uh, we've never, ever uh, been secretive about this with Natalie uh, from, when she, the, from the beginning when she could understand it. She always knew that she was adopted. adopted. Did and she he, ever find her birth parents? Uh, she hasn't had, she knows where they are, but she hasn't really had a desire to do that. She goes, you know, you're my parents. And, uh, but it was interesting. We got called in by one of her elementary school teachers. Uh, she was in first or second grade. 
And the teacher was really concerned. And we went in and we go, what? You know, Natalie, now our son would always get in trouble in school, right. not our daughter. Yeah. And so when we went in there, we sat down and the teacher was very serious. And she goes, I th- is, is Natalie having some issues at home or something going on? And I said, no, what? help us understand why you're asking the question. Well, she seems to be making up really outlandish stories here in school. And I said, well, what kind of stories? And they said, well, we were talking about uh, different things. And this other day we were talking about adoption. And she raised her hand. And she, a matter of factly, she said, I'm adopted. And I said, well, she is. And, and the teacher goes, seriously? She goes, I have never met anybody that young that goes, hey, yeah, I'm adopted. She was so at ease with it. Yeah. And she says, and all, and she says, and all of her friends... I thought there was someone because she had all of her friends believing that same story. But I said, no, it's not a story. It's a fact. And uh, so it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, and then the teacher understood. She goes, that is absolutely amazing. I said, well, we raised her from that, Benny. It was never a secret. There was right. nothing nasty about it. It was just great. And uh, as she got older, we would do a dad and daughter night out generally yeah, once yeah. a week. And like you go shopping. Back oh. when I had hair, Angie, I had red ah. hair. Oh, really? And my daughter's hair was red. And so every time we go out and redheaded girls seem to attract attention of other people and the ladies walk up and they go, aren't you the cutest girl? Oh, you've got beautiful hair, just like your dad. And she just smiled and she goes, thank you very much. And was very gracious. Well, now I know you're real. I mean, now I know even more about your story and why you're so involved with um, the pro-life movement and offering life as an option. Well, I, you know, I, to me, we, I wish we could do more adoptions. We, we keep pushing them. Uh, but even a woman would rather have an abortion than an adoption because really? she makes the statement. She goes, well, then I'm just giving my baby away. And, and so the, the, this is just the thought process when you're in the middle of this tornado that I'm talking about. Right, right. To them, it made more logical sense to abort or kill your baby than to have the baby and then give it away to somebody. Mm-mm-mm. And and yet we know that there's, uh, you know, there's like 13 or 18 couples to every baby that's available out here right now. Oh, wow. And I know we waited a long time, and and I know my, my wife really struggled with the t- fact that she wasn't able to have babies, and yet these other women were going through having abortions or mistreating their babies. babies. And they yeah. wanted the baby. And that's the same with all the couples that are out there that are trying to adopt. They want to give them homes. They want those babies. They said, hey, We'll, we'll give them a great home, and, and if you want to stay in your life, that's fine. And uh, yeah, it's a gift. It's a gift. It, it is. It's very, very neat. I've, I've known. I know a couple a people that's gone through open adoptions, and they get to keep up with their kids. Yeah. As they're growing. Oh, that's pretty and it's neat. Such a great, great thing to see that. Yeah, and I've I've read about some really wonderful instances of still some involvement where the birth parent can come to birthday parties and sure. maybe even has some uh, peripheral role in the child's life, knowing that that's my birth mother who gave me the gift of letting these wonderful parents raise me. I have I have a nephew that was adopted by my sister and her husband, and he was able to find his birth parents. And they are included in, in his birthday things and wow. his graduation That's and doing some cool things. If it, works. And it, it does, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't want to mislead anybody say it works every single time, but it works a lot. And it all depends on the adults that are involved yes. in, in those kind of things. And I think it's how you raise everybody and how that works. All right. I want to talk a little bit about this um, an abortion counter. What is this? <laughs> well, you can actually go uh, online, and it's actually just called usabortionclock.org. And, uh, for instance, for the time that we've been sitting here talking uh, in the 10, 15 minutes, uh, that encounter would have been somewhere around 200 abortions that have happened worldwide. Wow. 
Now, here's, here's a couple of interesting numbers in here. And, and um, right now, since 1970, Planned Parenthood has done over 7 million abortions. Now, if you just look at just this year, now we're talking just, what, not quite three months, uh, they have done a little over 69,000 abortions just at Planned Parenthood. And last and, week, President Obama called the CEO of um, Planned Parenthood a real-life superhero. And I thought, well, I don't know that I've ever heard of a superhero with those kinds of powers. And I was near Planned Parenthood a little while back in Boulder, mm-hmm. and I said to the guy, oh, Planned Parenthood's right above the cheese shop. And then he says, oh, they don't. They don't do abortions in there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. You know, that's an interesting comment that you make, Angie. There is, I've read a, a couple of surveys. Uh, 63% of the people, this was just a couple months ago, do not believe that Planned Parenthood does abortions when it's their major par- source of income. Right. And if you've, even if you look at evangelicals in, in, within the churches and stuff like that, that percentage still stands around 49% that don't believe that a pl- Planned Parenthood does abortions. It, it's just, well, I can understand that because I really, even before I got into this uh, with li- Life Choices, uh, I knew abor- people were doing abortions, but never really was much out there. Yeah. But when you start seeing numbers like 69,000 in, in, in less than three months, when you figure the average abortion is about $450, that's over $3 million in just three months. If you take that out over a whole over a whole year that's over 18 million dollars almost 18.8 million dollars that they take in they take in and that's just uh, a, a surgical abortion yeah, so they're, not they're, include chemical they're a business i mean this is a business yeah. all right let's talk about the event coming up because sure. you're always looking for volunteers you're always looking for donations you've got a mobile medical clinic that you can bring to locations you know like um where young people would gather or possibly want what are some of the locations you go to well we go through anywhere from westminster all the way up to estes park to fort collins loveland brighton fort and where Lockton. might you park outside of what we'll park around different places uh as we get into Warmer weather will actually be in shopping centers, main ex- wow. main intersections in of people. And say, see I us. think I might be pregnant, and and, yep. and get an ultrasound. Or they can call any of our centers and and, and connect and with us in. that that way. Okay, and then tell us about the comedy event. Hey, this comedy event's coming up April seventeenth. It's going to be it's called a family a comedy night, and it's going to be at the Crossing Church in Westminster on one hundred and fourth Avenue. And uh, the com- comedian is Mike Williams, and I'll tell you what, he's a Christian comedian. It's great for the family. It starts early enough, and it's going to get over early enough so if you have younger kids they can get in school get in bed for school wonderful and it's ten dollars 25 max and you go to yep. lifematters.org and then also you've got a sport clay and trap shoot competition coming up yep. that's may 21st and that is 75 dollars per ticket and uh, that is at colorado clays that's in brighton again get tickets at lifematters.org and please just go to the website and check out what they do and if you would like to have them come to your school and uh, you know offer information the classes to your child's uh, school They'd love to do it. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Take care. Turn your next party into an event with Five Star Talent and Entertainment. For 15 years, Five Star Talent and Entertainment has provided top-notch performers for Colorado's most high-profile events. Five Star Talent is surprisingly affordable and easy to work with. From singers and bands to celebrity impersonators, magicians, buskers, and more, Five Star Talent has the entertainment your event needs. The Colorado Rockies, Ronald McDonald House, the NBA, the Cherry Creek Arts Festival, and hundreds more have raved about the entertainment provided by Five Star. Take your event to the next level and make it easy with Five Star Talent and Entertainment. Visit fivestaracts.com. 
And if you have a hidden talent, Five Star wants to hear from you. Turn your hidden talent into cash and have a great time doing it with Five Star Talent and Entertainment. Visit fivestaracts.com. That's the number five, staracts.com. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can shine. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. I like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. For over 120 years, the Denver Rescue Mission has been providing services to those in need and the homeless in the metro area. It is the oldest full-service Christian charity in the Rocky Mountain region. Since its conception in 1892, it has expanded to helping the homeless and hungry to provide services for men and single mothers, offering programs such as rehabilitation for those suffering from addiction and abuse, education and career centers, family services, and life restoration. The Denver Rescue Mission is always in need of your assistance. You can help this growing organization by donating clothing, food, furniture, and more at any of the drop-off locations. The greatest need for the fall season is for mentors and interns. For more information on their services, ways you can help, and to donate online, go to denverrescuemission.org. denverrescuemission.org. Changing lives in the name of Christ. Oh, Dr. Joe Arbe is here. Dr. Joe, I'm feeling so healthy thanks to you. My family's just rocking and rolling. What do you have going on that you could not talk to us about? Amen. You know, we're really excited about uh, the date. Save the date, October 15th. It's a Saturday from 2 to 5 p.m. at our office. And we're going to talk about how headaches today, if not taken care of and corrected, can turn into brain tumors later. You know, it's Cancer Whoa. Awareness Month and how neck pain today can turn into breast cancer and things like that, how digestive issues can turn into colon cancer, how back pain can turn into either cervical cancer or, or prostate cancer. So this little thing that we are dealing with right now, if not taken care of over the years, can turn into a really big thing. And so we want it, we call it uh, Getting to the Cause, a cancer killer seminar. And again, it's 2 to 5 on Saturday, uh, October the 15th. And it's, it's enough's enough because the numbers keep getting worse. Every 19 seconds, someone is diagnosed with cancer. Um, you know, people sit back and say, well, it's not going to be me. Well, if it's been in your family or if someone in your family has died of cancer, that just increases your rates of getting it. And statistically right now, one in two men and one in three women will be diagnosed with cancer. Wait, so stop. What? One in two men. Oh, my gosh. And one in three serious? women in their lifetime will at, be diagnosed. At some if, point. At some point will be diagnosed with cancer. Oh, my goodness. And so so the, you're teaching us, basically, this is one of the new things you've been teaching specifically is uh, not only will it make you healthy overall, but to help you avoid cancer uh, specifically. Well, the, the problem is, is that when somebody gets diagnosed with cancer and the doctor starts asking questions, they'd say, well, I've always had that. 
that's been going on for years. Right. I just thought that was normal. Right. That well, pain, that feeling, It may be that common. So that, that pain you have right now that's not going by itself may be common. But then you take that pain you have, and, and what are you doing? Are you just treating it with medication? Have you changed your diet? Have you changed your thinking? Have you changed your nervous system? Have you started exercising on a regular basis? Have you started detoxing your body and your cells? If not, then that little pain that really we're doing, we're, how is it getting there, can grow into something bigger. And so what we're doing is a workshop on how to get to the cause of that, how to correct things, and how to make your life better and literally change your health future. Now, I love your um, example that you use, and you've used a couple with me. There's the marriage one always cracks me up. You're like, when I go on vacation, I'm still married, aren't I? And so when I go on vacation, I still eat well, don't I? I'm still healthy. And I love the one about the light. If you check the engine light goes off, you don't just put duct tape over it and keep driving. And you say a lot of times with medications, we're just putting duct tape over the problem or we're cutting off the water supply. We're like stepping on the hose of our life and vitality. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of even... You know, we've been taught pretty good by our parents, and, and there's manuals out there that say, okay, if you don't want your engine to blow up, then there's this thing called a dipstick. Pull it out every time you fill up the car or every once a month and watch what it says. And the dipstick will tell you, put oil in the engine or not, or, or, or you're safe. Well, when it comes to healthcare, we don't have that dipstick, if you would. Yeah. Well, there is, yeah, but pain. Well, that, that's the oil light. The, see, the, that's a good question. The, the oil light is the pain. It's the problem. But we don't know how we bad it is. We don't know how to gauge it. We don't know that what we eat every day is the dipstick. Our lack of exercise is, a dip, is the way to check the dipstick. How our posture looks. There's all these things that our body will tell us every day. How we feel, how much sleep we get, what our vitamin D levels are, how much sugar we're eating, um, how, how, what, what our activity levels are like, the stress of our job. All those things are how we can check ourselves on a daily, weekly basis and see where we're at and be making and working on that so that the oil light never has to come on. If I just check the dipstick on a regular basis, I can, it tells me what to do. It tells me put oil in the engine or not put oil in the engine. So when I look at someone's x-rays, it tells me do they need to be adjusted or not be adjusted. When I look at someone's diet they, or, or someone's the scale is stuck and it's not going where you want it to go, that's a dipstick. If you're not getting six to, at least seven to eight hours of sleep at night, that's a dipstick. If you're not exercising on a consistent basis, at least six to twelve minutes a day, that's a dipstick. If you, you just said six to twelve minutes a day, you're not saying yeah, forty five. No, I'm minutes not saying an hour. hour. I'm saying six to twelve minutes a day. That's a dipstick. If you cannot pronounce the ingredients in the drink or the food you're eating on a regular basis, that's a dipstick. Okay, October fifteenth. Go ahead. October fifteenth. Tickets are only ten dollars. This is a t this is a hundred hundred ninety five dollar value. But for your callers who call three zero three. 349-6011. Leave me a message. Shoot me a text. Your tickets are only $10. This will sell out. It's October 15th. It's a Saturday from 2 to 5 p.m. in North Glen. Excellent. Thanks, Dr. Joe. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.